Hello, you guys. Welcome to the first episode of TR. So, my name is Monica. I'm one of your guys' hosts on today's episode. A little bit about me. Obviously, I'm a CSUF uh, student here. My major is CTVA. Also, I'm getting a radio certificate. And also, I have a show this semester. It's going to be Monica's Existential Hour. It's going to be playing on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. So, if you guys want to listen, just check out tinyradio.com for that. Also, we have here today... Uh, I'm Landy. I'm a business student here at Cal State Fullerton. Also part of Titan Radio staff. I'm a marketing intern here. And we have... Hi, so my name is Ariba. I am Titan Radio's comm director. I am a human communications major. Um, I also have a show coming up this semester. I believe it's going to be Fridays at 7. It's called Brownie Points with my co-host. So today we're going to... I'm going to... Before we really get into it, we're going to talk about what TR's Clubhouse is. And TR's Clubhouse is genuinely a way for us to get to know the clubs on campus. We want to get to know organizations and the people that run these organizations. We want to know what uh, makes them tick, like what the members have learned, um, and also just like the different nuances within all these clubs, because we have so many different types of clubs on campus. We have political clubs, we have creative clubs, we have clubs that focus on different like specific genres of movies and like uh, we have career uh, oriented clubs so mm-hmm. it's super interesting for us and we really want to try and, and get to know um, all these clubs in a very personal way and so today we're going to get into TR's club um, technically it's called street team and street team just means you're a part of TR uh, today's today's episode is going to be pretty like just what it's like to be at TR street team you are a TR member um, and last semester Monica and Landy started out as street team members mm-hmm. so I wanted to go and ask them very specific questions about what it was like being a street team member um, before becoming staff because I know that it meant a lot to them yeah. so going into it I wanted to ask really like what your thoughts were going into street team so for me when i came here to cal state fullerton i think it was 2018 fall of 2018 i applied to be a dj totally flaked on it because i was like oh my god i know nothing about radio it's gonna be a horrible show i'm not gonna even try so then i went to street team i went for the first meeting i really liked the vibe there but i just didn't have the schedule for it so finally, last semester, since it was going to be my last year here, because I'm about to graduate this semester, actually, kind of went through my little, you know, existential crisis, which is why I have my show that's going to be playing soon. But I realized I wanted to be more involved on campus, so I really took Street Team a lot more personally. And so for me, it was kind of just this eye-opening, like, wow, this is just a club of people who just, like, love creating content, um, just want to learn more about the radio scene and all that. So it's just kind of an environment where everyone's very different, but very loving and very expressive. Oh, for sure. And they just want to, like, create fun stuff together. So at least for me, it was really important because I realized how much I kind of just missed out by not putting myself out there. So it was kind of just a group of people that I can vibe with, that I can just chill with, or I can express some type of passion and hopefully they can catch on and, like, help me out maybe create that content. So for me, it means a lot because it definitely made me more school involved. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I have pretty much the same experience. I wanted to get involved more in just anything really at school. Uh, my first semester here didn't really do much um, besides just go to class mm-hmm. and then leave same. after that. So last semester, decided to join the street team and try to get a little bit more involved with Titan Radio and 
can honestly say it's been paying off pretty pretty great. And then, so so, can you guys go into like what the purpose of the club is, just as someone who has no idea what street team is for TR, like in TR's scope of things? Yeah, so we, we don't really limit you to what you could do part of the street team. We label it sort of as like the club, but it's really you're just part of the radio station. Mm-hmm. You uh, help out with events, you help us with the marketing, whether it's tabling or just, you know, promoting events that we're hosting ourselves. Um, you could write for us, get on, get a blog up on our website, mm-hmm. stuff like that, really. For sure. What about you, Monica? Anything? So, yeah, definitely going off what Landy said, when it comes to, like, helping us promote content, we also give you guys um, a selected amount of tickets for you guys to go to, like, certain music shows, yeah. and they're free. And usually it comes with an extra free ticket, so you can take mm-hmm. a friend, you can take a loved one, you can take whoever you want just to go experience something different. Even if it's a show about some type of person or like music genre you're not even into just experience itself with it being free makes it so much more easier just to kind of just see if you might like it i did that personally i got doty tickets and oh how cool yeah i got Dodie so tickets. You, you never listened to her I music didn't before know who you this went girl to was yeah. at all i had listened to one song just to kind of get an idea and i was like oh that's not really my taste but like yeah let's go for did it did you like, love it yeah. was it fun so the music itself was definitely not my taste but the fact that I was able to take someone made it so much more better. She did a lot of, like, lovey-dovey songs. And so, of mm-hmm. course, me being, like, the total, like, helpless romantic, me taking my boyfriend, <laughs> we were just, like, in yeah. the back being, like, like, annoying PDA couple that's like, <laughs> oh, this is so cute. Like, totally just, like, wow, want to roll your eyes at it. But it was fun. Definitely didn't really like the music. But just the experience of, like, how loving and opening those, like, people were in yeah. the crowd, it was really fun. So it was, like, cool. really nice to just – it was, like, weirdly romantic – in a scene that I never thought I would be like yeah. What into. venue was it at? I want to say Observatory. Oh, okay. cute. I think it was. I really can't remember. Yeah, so venue. that's one of the yeah. many venues, actually, that we get tickets for that mm-hmm. we uh, were able to raffle off. And mm-hmm. street team members could join the raffle team and get tickets for their observatory, yeah. Constellation Room. No, for sure. Uh, House of Blues in Anaheim, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wanted to kind of go off of what you guys were saying and, like, talk about... Um, just like street team like in basis of like tickets and then like tabling and then mm-hmm. like all the things like how marketable these things are mm-hmm. for you as students um, just like being able to uh, go to a go go to a concert and and because we as, as as a street team member we uh, require you to do some type of creative material yeah. when it comes to us giving you a ticket. So if we give you tickets, we would love to get some content back. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually people will write, and we've never had anyone do anything else, and I'm sure that we would love to hear ideas mm-hmm. on what else yeah. we could do, but we usually get people write blog posts about concerts. Um, and it's just really cool because we get, TR gets content to post, and whoever writes it gets published on a website. Mm-hmm. Um, and the biggest thing, and I, Monica and Lenny know this, I push all the time mm-hmm. is literally how important it is to have that stuff for your resume. Definitely. And like yeah. having like published stuff, like published content on a website that is run by a school organization, like Titan Radio is the school's official radio station. Yep. So it's cool to kind of be like, oh, like this is like published through them and they do a lot of other work and we, and we Titan Radio really does do a lot around campus. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's pretty cool to see like what um, those those kind of things add for us like we do tabling like Landy said and tabling is cool because it like teaches different um, public speaking skills Mm -hmm. like different types of marketing skills it's also just a lot of fun when you're out there with a lot of different people and like you're having a good time and you're dancing because we always have each other yeah we're always we always have speakers out there so we're always dancing and like it's fun and so so it's just cool you learn a lot of like really interesting marketable skills through Mm -hmm. street team 
um, just by being there and you're able to kind of um, also just like meet so many mm -hmm. new people like you've mentioned and like um, learn different skills from staff, other street team members, DJs. Um, so it's, 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 it's really cool. It's an interesting experience mm -hmm. to see how you guys even like benefited from being street team members. Um, how do you two see street team influencing Cal State Fullerton as a whole? So, for example, um, like this show, this is I think this is a cool way that you get to work on projects like this, like Clubhouse, where you get for to sure. get involved with other clubs, mm. get them on. They could promote their club and other people could find different clubs that they haven't heard about that they might be interested in. Yeah, especially with Clubhouse, the reason we wanted to make it is because we all kind of decided, especially because a lot of us are graduating, that we're like, there's a lot of clubs we didn't even know about. And I feel like Discover Fest is like as amazing as it is. It's definitely like if you miss it, you miss it, and you yeah. don't. You yeah, can't you just find have two days really where you got to scramble and find out what it is that you want to yeah. get involved with. And for some people, they might not have the time, or you know, they have a class or something while that's going yeah. on. Also, CSUF is a commuter school, so a lot of people just come here to get their classes, and then they yeah. go because obviously traffic is horrible. Yeah, true. So if you can't make that time slot, or maybe you come after that time slot, or you have a class in between, you might not even know about the clubs that you might even be interested. So that's why we made TR Clubhouse as a way to archive certain clubs that are going on on campus that you can learn about maybe learn about the personalities who run it and kind of be like you know what this is something different maybe I want to be in it or maybe it's something that you've always been interested in you don't even know the campus had it so <clears throat> I feel like with street team how it helps involve on more campus side is like you pretty much just get to figure out what is even on campus mm -hmm. that was definitely my first year of just like I come to school I go to work that's it and I regret For that sure. now that I'm graduating because there's so many things that I could have learned to do. And I feel like with Street Team, since there's so many different people that are in it from like different majors, to different organizations, to different clubs, you can kind of network with them and realize, hey, I have a passion for radio or hey, I have a passion in like business. I can go to your club about this or there's a music industry yeah. class. Hey, I might want to learn about how to get into that, mm -hmm. even though I'm like an art major or something. Yeah, like me personally, I'm a business major. I've mm -hmm. never even thought about anything related to like journalism or communications yeah, yet. Yeah. Everyone that I'm friends with here, they're all major <laughs> so it's oh, yeah sure. it's, it's pretty cool you know branching out and meeting people of different like fields yeah it's so cool so like influence wise you would just say like i i think like what i got from that you guys talking about that like influence wise like you guys see how how vast how just how many different things we have going yeah. on so mm -hmm. it's like influence wise like i think it's cool to be like we just have so many different facets of things happening mm -hmm. so that a it's way for all of them to connect to yeah. connect yeah. It's together like a hub for where they can all meet yeah for yeah. sure like we have a marketing team we have a comm team we have a tech team like it's cool to just kind of be like this is what we all do and we're all vastly different mm -hmm. in some way so it's cool to see that the influence is literally just like pushing our differences throughout the span mm -hmm. of productivity mm -hmm. yep. and I think that's really really cool like it's like I think I think a lot of people do, a lot of people don't know about TR and like TR street team and like how much we offer to mm -hmm. campus um, so it's cool like when people hear about it like people are like oh my god like you guys do the speaker project out there mm -hmm. like that's so cool like mm -hmm. you're you're and like our, our social media is so much fun mm -hmm. and like again we give it all those tickets so it's like mm -hmm. cool to see that we have like really like we have like a lot of things going on like there's so much that you can kind of like pinpoint and push yourself yeah. something for into. everyone to do yeah, we're a real radio station yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we also have live music going on too yeah no yeah. it's super cool and then we have our all of our djs and like street team is usually like 
Um, a lot of people, like Street Team, I say is for people who don't have a DJ slot or just want to be involved with TR in some way. Yeah. Um, and that's what's cool is because you just are exposed to a lot of different things that someone who's just a DJ might not be. Mm-hmm. And so it's like instead of a DJ coming in for their one hour slot and then leaving, Street Team is here, gets to see a couple of DJs coming in and out, mm-hmm. gets to meet staff, gets to meet other DJs, gets to like learn about the live booth, the, the pre-record. Like you just, like it's cool. Like I would just like, Influence-wise, I feel like we have a really big influence on wanting people to succeed and yeah. like coming out here and being yeah. like, "You want to learn that? Let's teach you." Mm-hmm. I could I could speak on that because yeah. I I applied for a D, to become a DJ last semester and unfortunately didn't get it then, but I still joined the street team and you know got to learn a lot of different things. I even got to be a guest host on some people's shows. Yeah, mm-hmm. so cool. I did get the experience. So now in this semester, I have my own show. So it was pretty cool to see how like you can still get there. Just you know, mm-hmm. just gotta get inside the the club somehow first yeah no for sure and like and it taught you the skills to like market <clears throat> yourself better and like market mm-hmm. like and yep. like in like you probably thought about your show for a little bit All longer that stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. so it's cool because like mm-hmm. I, I like remember last semester like you were with staff like trying to figure out like what your name was gonna be and it was like mm-hmm. cool because it was like you're able to like work with yeah. staff to like yeah. build on something <laughs> and like work with it and make it the best it can be yeah. and like I didn't take any of your suggestions but it was that's <laughs> <laughs> fair no it's fair I get it but there was heart there right it was, it <laughs> That's all that matters. Yeah, it was. We all help. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so what would you say that Street Team or TR even, because I feel like this is what this episode's kind of about, means to you? I also have something to say, but I want you guys to go first. I feel like for me, it's a safe space to come in with ideas or content that you don't know where else you could, like, produce it or have Mm -hmm. someone help you out with. Like, for instance, I'm a CTV major, so I do film projects and all that type of stuff if I don't have other friends who are film majors like I don't know who else to go to that to create that content or at least have people bounce ideas off with me whereas with street team everyone's so diverse and has a little bit of everything that you can go to them as like a new set of eyes to kind of look at certain projects you want to do and we're so open to doing everything that someone has an opinion to help you out somehow so I feel like it's just a safe space with any content you want to make whether it's Something with video, something with editing, something with writing. You can go to someone at least that's going to be there to help you out or at least help kind of create your project with you. For sure. And going off those, you said safe space, we're also... LGBTQ? Yeah, we're also... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So going off a content safe Mm -hmm. space and just like a human-to-human safe space. Yeah, which yeah. Is, it's one of my favorite things about Titan Radio is how inclusive everybody yeah. is here and how diverse it is. Like, oh, yeah. No two people are alike, Mm-mm. all different backgrounds. Everyone's super cool about it, which is how it should be, and it's really awesome to see that here. Yeah, I agree. It's like, uh, like for me, I so I came in as a transfer student. I applied mm-hmm. for the job. I got it. Literally no idea what Titan Radio was <laughs> any capacity. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Kind of just came in, was like thrown into it. And I'm so happy that I did it because I got to meet so many cool people mm-hmm. like you two. And I got mm-hmm. to like hang out and, and, and just learn learn a lot of new things, like learn new content, um, meet new people, mm-hmm. like experience new things. Like the fact that we can all say that we, we have or going to have a radio show yeah. is really cool. Yeah. yeah, Like super, super cool. So like for me, I think... Titan Radio also also just was such a safe space for me like on mm-hmm. campus like I just got to feel so comfortable and I never had to like explain myself too much or yeah. or, or like feel like people didn't get me and like people mm-hmm. just kind of did and that was really 
amazing. And like and that's mm-hmm. like both on a personal and like a professional like workspace level. People yeah. are always there to help me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's like really important because jobs like this and environments like this really set you up for real life. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so like cl- clubs like this will set you up for knowing what you want, right? Like I want to work in a workplace pl- like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I want. And I don't think I'm going to settle for anything less because this isn't much. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not mm-hmm. asking for a lot when I want inclusivity and people that are nice to me, right? Yeah, that should yeah. just be like the that's basics, just the norm. The <laughs> and so yeah. like people should know that and like people people should know and expect and want that and mm-hmm. like I think that really like it this really this space really taught me like what kind of area I want to work mm-hmm. in and what kind of people I want to work in and mm-hmm. what I work with and like who I want to work w- like what I want to work on like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, which is that's the point of college. Ultimately, is to find yeah. out what it is that you're interested in and what you want to do after you get that piece of paper with your name on it, right? Yeah. Like, where, what do you want to do? To yeah, that thousand dollar, <laughs> thousands and thousands, thousands of, of yeah. dollars. And hopefully, when I get that piece of paper, eventually, I'm going to be working in something similar like this. You know, where yeah. I get to express myself creatively and mm-hmm. also work with people who are super talented and yeah. really kind, yeah. really nice. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Um, what would you say? So tactfully, like, like, let's say, like, um, if someone went up to you and was like, "What did you learn from being on Street Team or so far as staff on the radio station?" So, like, for me, just on a surface level, I I learned how this radio station operates. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's pretty obvious. It's like you know, people go on here, play music, stuff like mm-hmm. that. But there's more to it. You know, there's the ticket giveaways, like we mentioned earlier, all the promotion stuff that goes into mm-hmm. it, the podcasts, stuff like that, all the different um, ways they could work with uh, Titan TV and all that stuff too. So I really learned, like, just I didn't even know this place where it was until like, yeah. I joined Street Team. Yeah, people were like the basement. Hidden, I'm like, isn't the basement. first floor? Which and then there's, the, <laughs> there's also yeah. two basements. Did you know that? I actually there's did a, not know like that. one below us. No, no, <laughs> a basement in <laughs> <Okay>. a basement. <laughs> no, I don't want to go there. I'm fine just to work. No, that's just that. No, <laughs> it's the other side. Of the library has another basement. <laughs> but yeah, just for anyone listening, if you ever get lost and you can't find Tyne Radio, go on our Instagram. Uh-huh. We have, or even on our website, we have a short little clip with uh, me and Chris on how to get here. Exactly, <laughs> it's very fun. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not that hard to find. It's like really like yeah. it, it's super yeah. yeah. No, it, it's easy. It's easy. Um, you talked to do what did what did you learn? Monica? So I feel like for me, what I learned from just being part of Street Team is just collaboration and realizing that like a lot of clubs and a lot of ideas get started on just like normal people just talking about what they want to do or what they think is like a fun idea, yeah. and then realizing, oh my God, we can do this! Like we don't need mm-hmm. yeah, like, we money. have the resources. Like, we have There's the resources a mic just right to start here. It. Yeah, like we can do it. Like it's oh my not God, it's hard. crazy. Our studio is crazy. I was like so impressed by it when I walked mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. I feel like we like there's just so much. Sorry, I keep going. Here oh, you no, go. you're good. You're good. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. That's it. It's just if you have an idea and you have people who want to make content, like which is pretty much what all street team members are about. Mm-hmm. Like you can create something amazing, even yeah. if like like I said, you're nothing radio based. Your major's like literally the randomest thing. Like yeah. you can be like, you know, what? I've always wanted to learn how to make like a song. I always want to learn how to make like a podcast. Someone else wants or to do it too. Even like events, like we're yeah. throwing yeah. live stuffy at the end of the semester, yeah. right? So which is Titan Radio's version of Emo Night. Yeah. yeah. So that's like an event. Someone yeah. had that idea, and now it's it's now it's a thing. The ball's rolling on yeah. that. Yeah, we're all yeah. working on it, and there's mm-hmm. so many different parts t- 
working on it. Someone's doing the PR, the promotion. Someone's doing booking. Someone's mm-hmm. figuring out, like, if we want to ban, if we don't want to ban. Like, there's so much that goes into it, mm-hmm. um, which is really cool. And for me, I learned a lot of, like, for example, like, I learned audio editing. Mm-hmm. Like, we're talking about podcasts and stuff. Like, I learned how to audio edit. Mm-hmm. Um, live booth, I learned. Um very basic technology stuff because I'm real bad at it. But it's still stuff you can put it's on still, your resume. It's still stuff <laughs> I can put on my resume. resume. Monica's getting it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like, just, like, I learned a lot of, like, li- like stuff, and I also learned, like, professional stuff. Like, I learned, um, like, getting more comfortable with, like, sending emails out. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's which is very important. Super yeah. important. I feel like I was always really nervous sending emails out, and I think, like, I, I've, like, over time understood and learned to format and, yeah. like, st- how to be concise and not rambly, which is, like, you're right, like so so important yep. um and i learned that here <clears throat> which is like really nice yeah um but yeah anything else that you've learned i'm trying to think i feel like that's about it just a safe space to be like i have an idea i can get it done there's a group of people who are going to want to help me out anyway because yeah. someone wants to do it because it's fun while learning how to work in, in like a professional a professional end. environment but it's not professional professional but it's like you know it's it's like a still it's still fun th- these are careers that actual yeah. people have that they get oh, paid to do for, for in the sure future. for yeah. sure yeah like so like my position is calm and campus outreach i didn't even know like calm directors were a thing until i got this job mm-hmm. um and then i started looking into like nonprofits because i've always wanted to work with nonprofits, but i never knew what i wanted to do yeah. i realized a ton almost all nonprofits have comm directors i was like this is amazing like i'm literally doing what i want to do for the most part like and i'm like filtering like out information and like learning so much like i'm literally like learning what i want to do and i'm in a position that i want to do for the rest of my life so it is it is really really cool to like be like you're right like this is like literally what people do in their lives and it's cool that we're doing this as students because Mm -hmm. we're learning in like a smaller smaller fishbowl so it's not as intimidating but we still have a free range of like but you're getting the experience okay so we're gonna go into uh just getting to know us uh your hosts um we're gonna start by so i'm gonna kind of ease into getting to know us we're gonna ask a little couple of club related Questions and then ease into like really about like who us we as are. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So let's start off with, um, what would you do if we had unlimited funding at Titan Radio? I feel like I would definitely have a lot more like big guests just perform. Mm-hmm. Just genuinely like we had the money to have like Tyler the Creator. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. And and I feel like I would have a different space. Also, want like. You said more artists and stuff. Yeah. I think I just like more opportunities for our staff to do things. True. Oh, yeah. I feel like I'd make street team a lot bigger. We would have like really specific like assignments that they Good could Good opportunity have. for some cool field trips. I like, go visit like yeah. uh, radio stations. Like <gasps> that would be fun. Yeah. I would take That'd us to cool. Disneyland just because we can. Just because we can. <laughs> just because you can. You know what I mean? Because yep. we have the money. If it's unlimited funding, I'm like... I mean... <laughs> we're going all out. Like, I'm, we're doing as much as we can. Meal trips. Yes. Oh, uh, 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 Titan Radio terminology, meal trips, is just... We just go out to eat yep. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty obvious. <laughs> In the name. <laughs> uh, next question. Okay. What celebrity would you choose to be the face of Street Team? Okay, choose someone that you would seriously want to uh, mm. represent or, like, Titan Radio Street Team and someone like that would just be hilarious if they were the face of Street Team. Something, like, that's just, like, random. Um, it would have to be someone... I think uh, Monica mentioned Tyler, the creator for a show. I think I'd also have him 
be like the face of the street team. Okay, so like seriously. Yeah. So yeah. I think yeah. he would be great. He honestly. would be amazing. He's like a, serious and funny wise, it would just be best. Super creative and sort of he doesn't put limits on himself, which is sort of what we try to do here. It's For like, sure. Why don't you be creative and just go do it if you want to do it. But whatever it is, if you want to design a like a shirt or something or you want to make a song or something like that. No, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I agree. I think mm-hmm. I think he's like pretty facilitative of like all different types of of creative processes like we are and like really like focuses in on being different. Like mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. wants that. Like really I feel like he's very specific on like being like I'm different and I don't give a fuck if you yeah. don't like it. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? And yeah. yeah, and I really like I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I think do you guys have any funny ones besides Tyler the Creator? I think I also agree with Tyler the Creator. I'm a huge fan it's of his staples <laughs> from like his music, but oh. also he's like the funniest rapper to me. So so funny. Do you guys know who Lil Dicky is? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that would be funny. He's yeah. funny. I think like funny yeah. wise, like he'd be so funny to work with. Like, can you imagine <laughs> Lil Dicky being here? Like, he'd be hilarious to work with. I feel like he wouldn't know what he was doing, but he'd be like, "Let's do it." <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but let's Fine. go. Let's figure it out. <laughs> okay, so now that we're talking about like artists and musicians mm-hmm. do you have any music recommendations let's let's kind of like break it in so we are a radio station <laughs> and obviously we all love music mm-hmm. um so let's like break it up into different types of music mm-hmm. so maybe what's something do you have three songs that you've been listening to non-stop oh yeah non-stop Oh, okay, well, three songs in the past couple of weeks recently. Mm-hmm. There is one song that I played on an old show of mine last semester that is called. Let me find it. And have you been listening to it a lot less? Yes, it's called Casio by Jungle. Don't even know the band. I don't know the artist. I just I found jungle. it and I yeah. just. The beat, just. I love it so much. And then I'm trying to think what else. I love me some Joji. So if you guys know the song Slow Dancing in the Dark, that is one I've like. The minute he dropped that. I want to say it was actually like the first week I started at Cal State Fullerton a year or two ago. I like listen to it nonstop and I love it. It's like sad but just cute <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And then a third one recently has been "To Me" by Alina Braz because Alina Braz mm. is just her voice is so beautiful. Yeah, she's talented. Mm. I literally don't know any of these people. <laughs> well, if you're interested in listening to the songs, we have our staff playlist that I actually have those three songs at. So if you follow yeah. us on Spotify at Titan underscore Radio, I believe mm-hmm. we have our staff playlist. I have for sure those three songs on mine that's under Monica. So you can find those there too if you're interested. Mm. Some more music recommendations. I don't think. The the songs that I've been listening to as of late aren't completely on my staff playlist mm-hmm. just because oh. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have to cut that out. The songs that I've been <laughs> listening to a lot lately haven't been on my uh, playlist. I think yeah. the only song that I've been listening to a ton that's on my staff playlist is it's called Right Here and it's an old Justin Bieber song. And Drake features on it. It's the Drake and Justin Bieber song. I freaking love oh, that song. It's so good. And then besides that, I've been listening to um, a lot of like Killers lately. I've listened oh. to the Killers a lot. I don't know why they're resonating with me a lot right now. It's a throwback right there. I like love the Killers. Like I've been listening to the album. I've been listening to the album Hot Fuss a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that I've been listening to Smile Like You Mean It. Mm. The most. the most is probably a really good song. and like Mr. Brightside's like kind oh of my, my anthem Classic. just inherently um, and then another song I've been listening to is actually the, this one is on my actually I'm lying I'll 
the third one I'm saying and the other two were are on my staff playlist. <laughs> um, it's called Good Love 2.0 by Priya Ragu. I literally mm-hmm. just found out about her like three weeks ago on like an Instagram account mm-hmm. and fell in love with her. It's like this like cool like poppy but um, has a lot of like Indian undertones Ooh. like Bollywood mm-hmm. undertones but like in a really interesting way. I've never heard music like that. And it's like that's oh, different. Nice. Yeah. Traditionally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like it's it like incorporates very traditional like Indian instruments in like hip hop and it's like Ooh. very interesting. I've mm-hmm. never heard that before. That sounds dope. Yeah, I'm listening to King Cruel. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. Uh, we have a poster of him actually here in the station. Oh, really? Yeah, he's over there straight ahead. But yeah, uh, I'm listening to his new singles right now. He has an album coming out, I think, in April. Mm-hmm. But uh, he has a single called Alone, which is pretty cool. I've had that one on repeat. And I don't know. Other than that, I listen to a lot of hip-hop like all the time. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing nonstop hip-hop. Uh, JPEG Mafia, he's one of my favorites right now, and uh, Vince Staples, like I mentioned mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah, I'm always listening to him. Okay, so then now let's look into, let, let's go, keep on music. What's one song that's like you would say is your favorite? Oh my God, that is hard. What's one song that you would just say is your favorite? And I stand by it. Whatever song has just popped into your head as soon as I say oh, okay. it, I is that then. song is the song mm-hmm. that's your favorite? I think mine's Slow Dancing in the Dark by Joji. Because it, it, I listened to it at a point in my life where I realized I was becoming an adult. I had gone through some adult things, mm-hmm. like heartbreak, and just like, okay, now I'm transferring to a new school. I went from community to finally uh, That's really Cal hard. State. So it was just a lot of like, you know what, this is like a turning point in my life. So even though it's about like heartbreak and stuff, and I was going through that, it still like reminds me of that point where I was like, I'm adulting. This is a new chapter in my life because I'm doing X, Y, and Z now. For sure. And then it ended up becoming like a beautiful song that when I met my boyfriend, I introduced him to. So then it became more like a positive memory. So it hits a lot of phases in my life. Amazing. That's so really cool. I love cool. it. Even though it's kind of sad and dark, not only does it sound great though, because it's like super emo, but it's just reminds me of like, oh, I overcame this. And also it brought me joy when this happened in my life. And it's just really like memorable to me. Super interesting. I love that. Like I, I like that music. And I, and I always talk about how I think it's really interesting how music evokes emotion the way yeah. that it does. And like... I, I say that like certain people in my life like closer like if you if I have a song associated with you you're one of my closest mm-hmm. friends yeah. I have like some of my closest friends have a songs associated with them like one by one and like I think that's so cool that I can associate like my relationship with someone mm-hmm. or their aura or their vibe mm-hmm. with a song and I yeah. think that's like really cool mm-hmm. um one of my all-time favorite songs um is how to save a life by the fray <gasps> It's like really sad and it's like really cheesy and I like get very it. Sad. Like <laughs> very, very sad. But the reason I like it, I think, is because it's the first song I remember um, evoking emotion from mm-hmm. me as a kid. I literally listened to it when I was like eleven or twelve. Yeah, I like that the minute you said that I just remember being like a little I was probably nine crying yeah. to it because yeah. it was just sad. Sad. And yeah. like I just remember it being like, Oh my god, this <laughs> <laughs> is so sad. <laughs> I'd like being like, What? You don't even know why you're crying. Yeah, I don't know why you're crying. I'm like, why. this is just so sad. And like I remember like I'll let's set the scene I was like a Girl Scout oh. but only only for like a year and a half because that's not my thing um, I was a Girl Scout and my one of the Girl Scout like leaders she was my troop leader she just was like an older girl mm-hmm. she was listening to it mm-hmm. and then I was like what are you listening to and then we like sat and we like listened to it together mm-hmm. and that was like the first time music ever resonated for me mm-hmm. and I think that's why I love it so much like I don't think it's because of the song itself I think it's because like it really opened 
doors for why I like music as much as I do because like it really like the way that I said like how music like I connect music to people like Mm -hmm. that song really helped me do that like Mm -hmm. I don't think I would have loved music as much as I do now if I hadn't listened that song Mm -hmm. at the age and the time that I did because like also like I was in Girl Scouts Girl Scouts wasn't my thing so it was like definitely like I was like in a weird space where I like was doing something I didn't like, but I really liked this song, and I yeah. found something that was like yeah. really cool and interesting, you know? Mm. Yeah, it, like yeah. it's funny when you said uh, what's your favorite song of all time. I had like four songs that come to my mind. The first one that came to my mind was uh, "Them Changes" by Thundercat, mm-hmm. which I wouldn't, mm. I don't have any like emotional attachment like you guys do with your songs. <laughs> yeah. It's just a song that I really like that I know yeah. whenever someone asks me like, "What's one of your favorite songs?" I'm like, yeah. that's definitely one of my favorite songs. I don't think I've ever played that song one time through. I always have to. I'm like, I'm gonna run it back one more time. <laughs> Start from the beginning. <laughs> I like as far as like a song that I have like an emotional attachment to. Um, you only live once by the Strokes, the original Yolo before mm-hmm. the Drake one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember I used to listen as I've listened to that when I was like in fifth grade, and it's not even like a song about like romance really but I used to play it like whenever I'd get simpy you know (laughs) 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 like when I found out (laughs) yeah it happened it happened I found out my crush had a fifth grade boyfriend (laughs) I I play that song thinking about her scandalous yeah (laughs) so I have that emotional attachment to it that's one of my favorite Your songs. Your first simple moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. What was my first simple moment? I'm trying to figure out. Now. I don't know what my first simple moment was. I feel like I probably have always been a simp. I'm not gonna. I feel, like I, was, I feel like I was in middle school. I feel I was in middle school. I listened to. Do you guys know what the band Hollywood Undead is? No. I know them. Okay. Yeah, never listened to them. Do you have you listened to Hollywood Undead at no. all? No. Okay. Just, I used to listen to them. This was, the name sounds aggressive, right? Mm-hmm. I literally listened to them when I was 12. Like, just think about it. Like, <laughs> I was, like, little 12-year-old Reva, Aww. like, loved Hollywood and Dead. And they were, like, really, like, aggressive. Like, it was, like, rock emo. Nice. And I, they had this song, and it was just, like, I don't remember what it was, but, like, it was so sad. And it was basically about this guy. Like, the storyline of the song was, like, him committing he was like thinking about committing suicide okay. I don't know okay. why I don't know who let me listen to the song yeah. I, who said yeah. sure Reba listened to yeah. that but I would say that was probably one of the saddest songs I listened to before yeah. I was Save a Life yeah. mm-hmm. just just simp moment wise that was just random <laughs> Reba fact <laughs> did you say you had two other ones um, one? yeah there's another one um, Miles Davis uh, Milestones mm-hmm. that's another song that I I like a lot mm-hmm. and then um uh, there's like four Mac DeMarco songs. I don't know. There's there's oh just there's so many of them. I have so many songs where it's like I've never heard any of either of your artists. That's crazy. Yeah. No, I could Joji put them like, came from YouTube and uh-huh. then he went to the music realm. So yeah. I feel like if you're more YouTube based, you would know him. Yeah. Because he did Filthy Frank for people who know Filthy Frank. Then you're like, it's definitely mm-hmm. the raunchy type of YouTube videos from like back in 2010s. Yeah. So if you're that type of person, you would know Joji. I was a YouTube kid, but I wasn't like raunch. I was like Zoella. You oh yeah, kid. then you would have not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Now. 
Yeah, and also here, like in Titan Radio, we also do like talk shows and stuff like that too. Do you guys are you guys listening to any like podcasts or stuff like that right now? Mm. That super interesting. I do I have one that I love like to death to the point where I've literally re-listened to each episode. There's probably over a hundred, almost two hundred, like maybe three, four times because it's mm-hmm. always what I listen to on my drive. I just like put it on shuffle and I love hearing them banter. Yeah. And coincidentally, their name is called Dynamic Banter. <laughs> <laughs> but pretty much, it's these two guys. One guy's named Steve. The other one is Mike. They used to be on a show called SourceFed. Um, oh my do you god, I SourceFed. Yeah, I got to meet them. <gasps> Are you? Who'd you meet? I met. Wow, it was a long time ago. I was like seventeen. Yeah, I was like seventeen. I met like old. I met the like S- Sam Basher. I met. I met Will. I had the biggest crush on Will. I met Mike Falzone. He's on the show. I love him. He's, He's so funny. Adorable. I met. Steve, I met Maude, I met Bree, I read, How? I met Phil and Liz DeFranco, and I met, yeah, I, well, I went to, I, I said I was a big YouTube kid, mm. I literally went to VidCon. Oh my god, you lucky <laughs> uh, yeah, I saved, I saved money. I don't I was know like, any of these names. <laughs> <laughs> and the source, but it's like this like weird niche YouTube yeah, niche channel. You can just channel. be making up names. Matt, Steve, Frank, <laughs> They do sound like the Tom. most basic names. <laughs> <laughs> no, I believe I, you. I, believe I freaking you. loved the source. Fed. Me too. And then when it canceled, I was devastated. Devastated. I was so sad. I got to meet... Yeah, I literally I have this picture. I don't know if I have it anymore, and it's it. so no, I sad. It. I literally have this picture. They picked me up. I was like, I want <gasps> to be picked up. They were like, how do you want the picture? And I was like, I want you to pick me up. And they all picked that me up. <laughs> you asked them to pick you up. Yeah, I was like yeah. literally 17 or 18 years old. And they were like, sure. And they picked me up. And I got to meet, like, yeah, I got to meet Philip DeFranco. Mm, and I got to meet so Liz. Awesome. Yeah. I... Podcast wise, wait. So what was the po- what was the podcast? That you so used it's in? between Steve and Mike from Source Fred, and pretty much literally like the name. They just banter. They talk I about the random. I didn't realize they things. had a podcast. It's the best thing. If you like just random comedy, oh God, so if you excited. like their comedy mm-hmm. from Source Fred, it's the same thing. So but excited. it's just them two, and they just riff off each other so well. So I'm always laughing. It's they have so many inside jokes that I just like want to randomly do when I'm talking to people and I can't because no it makes literally it. no sense. <laughs> okay, I'll start listening and then we can banter together. To, please, it's a good time. Every Friday, I'm always excited to see. Oh my god, episode. I'm excited. I'm gonna start. I've been looking do, do, for a do. podcast to listen to. Dynamic Banter is the one. I'm gonna I listen it. to it. Do you have any podcasts you that you listen to? So like regularly, I listen to uh, the Ringer podcast on basketball. So it's oh. like an NBA podcast, but <laughs> I do this. <laughs> I do this thing. I do this thing where I just get like a random like thing I want to learn about or just I'm interested in, and I'll just search like that topic. That's nice. So like, what was it? It's just like random stuff. So like last semester during finals week, I wanted to know how to study better during finals. So yeah. I searched like best podcast to help you study. Oh, and I, I found like random too. ones like that, and I would listen to them and like. Sometimes they're not good, but sometimes you find some like really cool ones, even mm-hmm. if it's just like one random episode. No, like, you have to listen to a couple episodes to really get their personality, that and too, then you're like, yeah. okay, I'm into. Yeah, it. that's you. No, for sure. I think I don't. I like kind of fluctuate in and out of podcasts. Sometimes I'm really into them. Sometimes I'm really not. Um, one I listened to a couple years ago, I really like, and I always recommend when anyone asks mm-hmm. me is Serial. Serial's mm-hmm. really interesting. Mm-hmm. The first season is about a. <clears throat> It's basically about this trial and like this guy he ended up going to jail. He was mm-hmm. accused of murdering somebody, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of people think it was false. Like a lot of people think that he shouldn't have gone to jail. Mm-hmm. Um, so the entire season is them unpacking episode by episode little things about the case mm-hmm. and like little like they unpack evidence, they unpack like all these mm-hmm. things. They they talk to the guy in jail, they talk to his parents, they talk to the the girl who's um, who's murdered like her parents, like. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they talk to they talk a lot about like it's really if you're interested in that kind of stuff like like just like the process of a trial like um police in in a trial like just all of that like i highly recommend serial it's just really interesting Mm -hmm. um i like that and then i started listening to i really like the show the good place um and the good Mm -hmm. place has a podcast that talks about every episode Mm -hmm. so it's cool so if you're starting watching that show you can listen to a podcast after that show's each episode over now right yes it, it just, just ended like a week yeah. ago I've, I've had a lot of people recommend me that show i was just gonna wait for it to be finished it's, so i can um, binge watch it it's amazing <laughs> i had to watch the first episode for like a creative writing class for like one of my film classes and i liked it and i didn't but i feel like it has a certain audience for it that's probably why i'm it's, pretty sure if yeah. i kept watching it maybe i'd get into it yeah what i like Good. about it is just how like it's like really funny it's mm-hmm. like stupid funny and then it's like very philosophy based Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I like really like how true to human that is like like we can just be so dumb and then also be like like very concise and thoughtful about our Mm -hmm. our, what we're thinking and all of that so I think that's what I like about the show nice Mm -hmm. you know also, really quick because you had talked kind of about like a crime type of podcast another one I listened to is Crime Junkies Oh, it's always about like different murderers, about different missing people, different like unsolved cases, and it's yeah. really just pure information. I love it because it's so interesting. Yeah, and I like the host really I like does watching research. like those types of TV shows. I never mm-hmm. tried listening to a podcast, but I think that sounds pretty interesting. It's pretty good because they got to paint a vivid picture. <laughs> no, they do, and yeah. like, and it's so interesting to see how like well produced these mm-hmm. podcasts are. Like, you feel it. Like, you feel like you're in the room. You feel like you're like yeah. really like in that. Like, it's just really crazy. It's super interesting. And I think what I like about it the most is that. Um, you're right. Like they have to paint a picture so well that you're mm-hmm. just completely encapsulated by it. And you yeah. want to know what happens. It might even be like. Like, you feel like you're more into it than if you were to watch it because it's like you, you're mm-hmm. putting the picture in your head, so you have like your own vision. I would say so. Yeah. I would say so because I think you're, yeah, like you're trying your hardest. I think that's what people say happens when you read books. Like, yes. Yes. Yeah. You paint your own picture. Yeah. Yeah. Were you guys big readers growing up? Yes, I was. I was a big reader too. I, I don't read, why. I don't have any time anymore. I am. Yeah. But I could read and read and read. Like, literally, like my dad would like get in trouble. Like, I would get in trouble. And I'd be like, pay attention. Put your book down. <laughs> no, I literally stay up until like three in the morning. Me just, like, too. Books just to finish it that I had just started that day, and I'm like, well, I'm doing it all night. I like I want to know what happened. <laughs> literally, I pull all nighters to finish books. Like I used to do that all the time. I used to g- get um, from the library. I'd go like pick up. Se- I would like rent seventeen books out at a time mm-hmm. and like yeah. finish them in a month. Yeah. And I, I freaking loved it. loved it. Did you read Landy? I used to read when I was like super young mm-hmm. just because my dad always pushed that on me. Mm-hmm. He's like, he'd always ask me, like, what are you reading right now? And if I ever said uh, nothing, he'd be like, well, that's not good. Like, well, that's not something right now. So, like, when I was young, I used to get pretty excited for the Scholastic Book Fairs. Do <gasps> oh, you remember that who stuff? Did yes, it? I, did. I was hyped for those all the time. As I got older, I'd start playing sports more. I never really had that much free time. I'd read a lot of sports books, like mm-hmm. autobiographies. From, like, See, I feel like that's still reading. Stuff yeah. Like that. You just have yeah. to, like, mm-hmm. you have to find the niche that yeah. you're into. Yeah, I just started reading more, like, what I was really, really interested in. That's I cool. read a lot of romantic books because I'm just a, <laughs> a simp. <laughs> oh, and now That's Monica, my simp moment. Yeah, like, Monica's simp moment is books. Literally since the I book. was a child. Since I, Twilight. There we go. Oh, oh my God. Admit it. There we go. I couldn't, <laughs> finish, I, I couldn't finish Twilight. I loved it. I was a I loved Hunger Games. I that I was. I love Hunger I feel like you're one or the other. Yeah, big Hunger, which is, like, so funny because there's a stark difference. If you're Twilight, you're very, like, cute. And, like, Hunger Games <laughs> is, like, I hate everything. I hate society and it's messed up <laughs> and we got to fix it. I'm 15 years old having an existential crisis. Literally. Yeah, no, literally. The government's out to kill Twilight's us. Twilight's like, vampires are cute. 
And, like, yeah, I think that's so funny. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, like, literally couldn't get into Twilight at all. Yeah. I just, like, did it. I, I tried. I wanted to, and I couldn't. Okay, we're, let's, let's go on to another question. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Twilight, so mm-hmm. let's talk about any movies or shows that you'd recommend. What's something that, let's, okay, let's do it again. Let's break it down into two different parts again. Okay. Um, something that you are watching now or a movie you've watched now that you'd recommend somebody. Mm, I'm trying to think of something different. Uh, Bojack Horseman. Mm. I don't know if you guys heard of that show. I've it's heard that's Netflix really good. Show. Yeah. I'm, I'm catching up right now on like the most recent season, but that's one of my favorite shows like of all time. It's a really good one. I have to go through my Netflix real quick. Uh. I have a bad memory. No, like, and legit, we'll go through a whole thing, be super into it, and I'll forget I did it. Yeah. If I don't have like evidence of it. Yeah. I think yeah, Bojack Horseman I've heard is really good. I just get really weird about adult cartoons for some reason. I just get mm-hmm. really uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know why. I can't answer. I like literally just can't do it. Mm-hmm. But I want to try. I want to try and watch it. I've heard it's really good. Yeah. I want to. Yeah, I definitely recommended. Something that I would recommend is um, I'm looking at uh, just as a side note, I'm looking at Monica's like things that she's watched again. I also love John Mulaney. Oh my god, great! Love John Mulaney. Oh, he's um, oh my god, um, things that I think I would that I would recommend is I so again, The Good Place is really great. Um, let me think. I watched a show over break. It's a very specific type of show. I don't know if anyone really would Go like it. it. It's it's from Oprah Winfrey's TV network. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called The Greenleafs, mm-hmm. and it's about um, this mega church in Memphis. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's, like, a narrative show, and it's, like, written, and it's, like, literally about how... Like, it's literally just about, like, how the church is run and, like, mm-hmm. the corruption in the church <clears throat> and, like, mm-hmm. this big mega church because there's, like, 5,000 people that go to this church every Sunday. And, like, and it was really interesting because I learned about, like, mega churches because, like, mm-hmm. I didn't really have an idea of mega yeah, churches at all. Yeah. yeah, like, so many people go to this church and then, like, they turn in so much money because, like... Yeah, mm-hmm. they turn them into cash cows. Like, it's yeah. crazy because if it's, like, if it's, like, a 4,000 person congregation, if five... If, if each person gives five dollars, that's twenty thousand dollars for that Sunday. Jesus Think about it, Christ. and that, and that's eighty thousand dollars for the month, and that's not including people that give um, lump sum money, like that just like donate money, mm-hmm. yeah. and then other congregations throughout the week. So they could be literally racking in around a hundred thousand dollars a month. Pastor leaving in like a Rolls Rolls Royce. As yeah, no, no, they live the show on the show. This the the family lives on like a big, like huge, like acres and acres of this like area and like they have this big manor and like Ugh, five families in so it. so uncomfortable. No, it's crazy. I mean, that's why I'm saying it's a very specific yeah, show. It's called The Green Leafs. It's on Netflix all four <clears throat> seasons. Very interesting. Because um, I also learned a lot about uh, like Christianity that mm-hmm. I hadn't learned mm-hmm. before. So it was like really interesting. I didn't, eye-opening. Yeah. Something different. Super, super eye-opening. Anything you'd recommend right now? Okay, I have... Mm, I might do three, but I'm going to try to it. stick with two. No, no, One three. of them that's just... Uh, oh my God, what is the term? Where like... I can't think of the term where it's like something delight. I can't... I feel like I'm just making things up. But pretty much this one show, super like cheesy in the bad way. It's you from okay. Netflix. I've heard of I it. have strong opinions about that show are they bad they, it scares me that's the opinion and see, I think that's why I like it because the people I think the people who produce it know that you're rooting for such a bad guy and they're just like yeah. in a way it's kind of like a social experiment to be like wow you guys really like we're telling him he's a horrible person but yet you're still rooting for him like what does that tell you about you 
You yeah, know? I've never seen the show, but I feel like you. I get the gist of it just based off really the memes though. that I've seen on yeah, so far. Yeah, pretty funny. <laughs> if you can get good memes from a show, then your show is doing something right. Yeah. That show literally is what scares me about people and relationships <laughs> and the social media. I'm like, no. Oh, my boyfriend's a jerk. He was like, oh, yeah, I've done this to you. Like, he'll, like, make little comments. Like, yeah, that's like oh, weird. I remember when I first stalked you. Like, he's obviously mm-hmm. hoping, joking, but, like. I'm just like, wait, like casual, casual, like, I'm just going to look at this person's Instagram is not weird. Oh, like, that's not weird. If Everyone you're like going, it. like, looking, generation you're going to do. No, it. no, that's like fine. Like, I literally don't care if you look through my, like, if you follow me on social media, like, I, yeah, of course, like, go all the way down. Like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Um, but it's weird if you're like, where does she live? And like mm-hmm. her parents' social media. That's weird. Like that's yeah. super weird. Like I don't oh, know. 100%. I didn't like that show. I started it and I just was so uncomfortable. Like I, I like. I think I loved it because it was so like. No, can you get away I, with it? I like, literally <laughs> like I I like retreated into my body. Like I was like <laughs> I do not like it. I refuse to watch it. My friends have been wanting me to watch it, and I've been like, I'll only watch it if there are at least two of you with me. Oh my <laughs> god, I need to watch it. <laughs> it's just scary. Okay. Anything else? Well, at least, okay, to take away from the weird side, a good show that I think you would actually like, it's called Atypical. It's about a kid, pretty much about a family, and one of the kids, he's on the spectrum, so it's just kind of showing, like, the stuff he goes through to kind of overcome, I watched like, Atypical. Yeah, Atypical's my, my sisters watched that. I used to walk in on them watching. It's them, like, actually really on, good. Yeah, so it, look, it looks interesting. It's really well written. It's actually very educational at the same time because it's, it's not just basing it off, like, the known stereotypes that people can just make based off those characters and just roll with it. It's like, no, this is, like, the actual the stuff they really do go through. This is how it actually works. And mm-hmm. it pretty much shows how he kind of overcomes them and how, like, families can work together or how we can actually sadly sometimes tear people apart because it's something so different so i really like it i like binge watched both seasons the minute they came out yeah yeah do you have anything on netflix that you're watching landy no just uh, i'm watching bojack horseman right now um rick and morty always that's Mm. everyone loves that show but uh, i I don't maybe i just didn't watch enough i just couldn't Rick and Morty, I couldn't get into either. Again, I just, adult Some cartoons are weird for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm a huge fan of adult cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I love cartoons. I love a good Scooby Doo. Like <laughs> <laughs> they should just say you know, like Scooby Doo. Oh, no, <laughs> oh my god, is that not something you know? A big bit about no, I'm me. I'm a huge Scooby Doo. No, fan. a bit about me is literally like I love Scooby Doo. Like oh, I really? like I love Scooby. It's like one of my personality traits. <laughs> <laughs> I love Scooby Doo. I'm a big fan. My like key lanyard has the mystery machine on it. Like your whole childhood. <laughs> yeah, I watched a lot of Scooby Doo growing up. Like I loved it. Like I I don't know. I couldn't tell you why I loved it as much as I did. I just watched a ton. The snacks, the little gummies. Oh my god, they're so good. Those are, I think, the best gummies. Or the cookies. I've never had cookies. Oh my god, they're good. They're like cinnamon cookies. Oh, the gummies with like the. Oh my god, Landy just came back so late. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, wait. The gummies. He went back into his memory. He's like, wait. Okay, any movies that you would recommend right now? Anything you've watched recently? I would recommend Little Woman. I'm trying to love Little Woman. Uncut Gems recently. Ooh, what's that? It's the oh. Adam Sandler movie that oh. he wasn't nominated for for anything. But I heard it was okay. That I know movie, what you're talking about. So, like, if you were to tell me you hated that movie, I'd understand it because I was uncomfortable from the mm. very beginning of that movie. But was it? But, it was like uncomfortable because it meant to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's like what they intended, and they 
executed that like perfect. Like I'm not kidding when I say from like the very like first second of that movie to the end. Like I want to ruin it, but like from that first second of the movie to the very end, you're just uncomfortable the whole time Ooh. and just like anxious. Oh my god, I'll watch and I it. Know, I could understand why some people wouldn't like that, but for me, I thought it was like crazy how they were able to do that I'm gonna for an entire movie. <laughs> I'm gonna look into it. It sounds really interesting. Yeah. Monica, yeah. anything you've watched recently? I am literally, like, the worst film student because I don't watch all the movies <laughs> we're supposed to. Like, literally, I'm the worst. You can, you can recommend something now or you can recommend something that, like, just in general, like, a movie that you love. A movie that I love that I feel like I can always watch is going to be Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, that's a great really movie. Like, if me and my boyfriend don't know what to watch when we're eating food, we're like, put Spider-Man on. That's a great movie. it's just so beautifully... Produce. Oh, I just see Landy in the back getting edited on. Sorry. I, <laughs> but um, it's just a beautiful movie that's, like, production value. Like, they put time into it. And then story-wise, it's just really great. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I really, really like that movie. Like, I'm, I'm, I was, like, really, I was really impressed by it. I didn't think I was going to like it as much as I did. And I freaking loved it. Like, I yeah. thought it was so, so good. Um, I also watched a movie. I also watched a movie called um, Knives Out. Oh, highly recommend. I was supposed to watch it. it. Totally yeah. forgot. So Is freaking really good. Big? Like so good. Like I wasn't. I went. I do this thing now where I don't watch trailers or don't read descriptions. I think at this point you kind of have to stay away. I just. I don't read anything. I just walk in and see how it goes. And I was like completely taken away by what kind of movie Knives Out was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Hemsworth's in it. Chris Evans. Chris Evans is in it. I was like one of the Chris. One of the Chris's. Um, I love Chris Evans a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so big fan. Like I just was like really really excited because I had no idea he was in it. And then I walked in and he was You're in like, it. Oh, great. Made me very happy. The movie's just like super interesting. Filmed really interestingly. Written amazing. Mm-hmm. The acting was just so good. Like I was like very. I was like taken away by it. Like it was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else that you'd recommend? I'm trying to think. Wee! I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's a really cool radio show on Titan Radio Thursday mornings. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, tell us more. <laughs> it's called The Waitlist. It's hosted by yours truly. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's, that was smooth, Landy. I'm really impressed with that transition. I'm really impressed with that. <laughs> what do you talk about on your show? Uh, so I'm mainly just going to play music that I like, mm-hmm. and I hope to maybe get some people on to interview and have them play music that they like also. Oh, fun. Mm-hmm. Wait, can I be on your show? Definitely. Oh, my God, yeah. fun. I took your time slot, so yeah. Yeah. I, I <laughs> yeah, you took my time slot I had last <laughs> semester, but that's fine. 8 a.m. is all you, buddy. <laughs> that ain't going to be me. <laughs> but um, it was fun getting to know you guys. I think what's cool is that, like, I've known Monica and Landy for the past semester, mm-hmm. but it's, like, cool because now that we're on staff together and doing street team, like, I'm sure we we'll get to know each other a lot more now. Yep. Yeah, we see each other a lot mm-hmm. more now. We'll probably get to know each other a lot better, and, like, it, that's, like, really really cool and that's also the fun of this podcast like um, you guys get to know us as well as we get to know each other which is really exciting Mm -hmm. Um, Monica's going to get into how to get more involved with this podcast if you have a club that's interested Mm -hmm. go for it Monica so pretty much um, if you guys have any questions on how you want to be on the show if you have your own club you want to present you can find me on my gmail it's going to be titanradio.techintern at gmail.com so T-I-T-A-N-R-A-D-I-O period T-E-C-I-N-T-E-R-N at gmail.com pretty much just give me a quick synopsis of what your club is about and then who you want me to directly talk to even if that's not going to be the main person who's going to be on the show but it would be best if it is so we kind of you know relate a lot better 
Um, after that, I'm going to send you pretty much a schedule on a Google sheet that I just want you to fill out really quickly saying what hours you most likely can come. Fill it out as, as much availability as you can. And then from there, we pretty much collect everyone's schedules and we try to give one of us three to host with you guys that fits with our schedule. So it's pretty easy. Um, if you can do that, the quicker, the better you can be on our show. It would really mean a lot. And we definitely want to just get you guys to promote, you know, yeah, all the cool stuff exposure. we're going to do. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Also, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but yeah. Um, really quick, though. If you guys who are listening um, don't hear, because we're going to pretty much air these shows on Fridays at 5, I believe. But hey, if you can't find the show or if you missed it, we're still going to archive this as a yes. podcast on TitanRadio.com as well. So if you have a class in between the time, if you have work in between the time, but like every Friday you just can't make it, we're going to have these shows recorded and also put on TitanRadio.com. So they're still there for you guys to go back. Maybe if you like miss them, say what events are coming up or where to find them, you can always go back and just re-listen. So it's always there for you guys to look back on. But, yeah, if you guys are interested in being on our show or just listening more about us, just hit us up. Or even come down to the basement and just talk to us. Whatever works best for you, we'll be here no matter what. Cool. And Perfect. follow us on social media, too, at Titan Radio on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. I'll be the ones running those accounts so I could get back to you as soon as you message me. But, yeah, that's all we have for this episode today, you guys. Hopefully we'll have our first guest, or technically second, <laughs> next time. And, yeah, anything else you guys want to plug? No, I think I'm good. When's your show? My oh, yeah. show is uh, Fridays at 7. It's a pre-record. It's not going to be live, but um, I am excited. Um, we're going to put it on Spotify, too. So it'll Ooh. also be a podcast along with Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. So that'll be really fun. So it'll be an interesting project to work on both podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I'm very, very excited for that. Okay. So yeah, so we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.